pray, Lord, that you open our eyes to this day, a new day that you have made. We praise you right now. We lift you up right now. We glorify you right now. For you are worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be lifted up. We magnify you. We thank you, Jesus. And we pray, and we pray that this word, Father, would go forth, touch somebody, send the healing and deliverance, give them a breakthrough right now, Father. Let your anointing and your spirit flow across these airways in every place, in every country, in every city, in every town, in every home, in every place, in every workplace, wherever it's being aired or being heard. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, amen. God bless you, amen. We praise the name of the Lord and we give him glory. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, last week we've been talking about righteousness and so forth. And I want to move to something a little different today. In the word of God, we want to move to this, this thing that we've been dealing with. And we want, to, we want to ask you a question before you even give you any uh, a topic of what we're talking about this morning. And we want to ask this question, and we want you to think in your mind about this. And we're going to help you this morning, hopefully, in the name of the Lord. Amen. I've dealt with this word and asking a question and talking to people and sharing it with them. And I asked the question, what is the reason? What is the reason for patience? What does patience require? Amen. Or what does patience entail? And most of the time... When people think of, and you mention patient, they always mention or thinking about waiting. And the first thing they most of the time come to their mind is waiting on the Lord. Amen. But you know what? Patient is the pause. Patient is the pause that helps us get our thoughts back in order and feelings <laughs> under control. That's what patience is. Today we want to deal with patience in a way that you've probably never known before. And we want to read the verse of Scripture here in Proverbs 14 and 29. And 14 and 29 tells us this. He says, A patient man has great understanding, but a quick-tempered man displays folly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. A patient man has great understanding, but a quick-tempered man displays folly. That's a person without self-control. But what we want to bring out to you this morning in this patient, patient is understanding. You see, if you were somewhere waiting on somebody at the supermarket or at the doctor's office or even getting ready to leave to go somewhere to an appointment, most of the time when we look around us, people are rushing everywhere in a hurry for everything. And they have developed attitudes and situations and mindsets and conversations, the way they answer or respond to people in a way that can be rude or obnoxious and erratic. But they, because they don't have patience, they lack understanding. Understanding. The Bible just said a patient man has great understanding. What that means is that what I want to share with you today is when you're in a hurry to do stuff or waiting on somebody and you don't know because what happens is 
When you're impatient, there's a question that always arises that's why. Why this is not, why they're not ready, or why that's not happening, or why that is not happening, or why that is happening. Well, in order to understand, which is the word that you can you can see, and even in your regular conversation, it's hard not to utilize the word understanding or understand. So what's the reason for patience is to be able to understand the situation. And the situation, if it's there that I just started to mention, that if you're impatient, and there's something happening and then not, you don't know the reason why, then you become impatient and erratic or out of control. But once you find out the answer, it should allow you to simmer down, to gain your self-control. I, I just told you, see, patience is, yeah, patience is waiting. I just told you patience is the pause. That means to stop, to hold up a minute, to allow yourself to get your thoughts in order, how you respond or how you react to whatever the situation is that you're dealing with, that you're faced with. And so many times today in the stores, in the supermarket, in all of the, uh, uh, the, 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 the detail store, the retail stores, excuse me, the retail stores and the supermarkets and, and even going to pay your bills and just going to the doctor's office and all of these things. We have so many impatient people, people driving on the road, they're impatient, about to run over each other, causing fatal accidents and everything because people, people are impatient because they lack understanding. You say, how can that be? When you lack the understanding of the wisdom of knowing that if you're out of control, if you're mishandling yourself or the situation, whatever you deal with, it's going to create or cause chaos or even someone's life. Hallelujah. So I'm here to share with you today. It's time for us to wake up and understand that we need more patience in our lives. We need more patience in our lives uh, to have patience. A man has great understanding. What does he mean, have great understanding? He understands what situation that he's involved in is to let him know that there's no need to lose control or lose your your cool because of whatever is happening, you understand the reason for it happening. And when you understand the reason for whatever the situation or the circumstance is happening, then it should allow you the chance to be able to simmer down, to calm down, to be able to to, to collect your thoughts. And so women, I want to help you to understand that most of the time you operate or activate yourself on the feelings and your emotions. And so you need even more patience when it comes to dealing with people and certain things in the area, dealing with the husband, dealing with the children, and dealing with jobs and all that. You really need a lot of patience. Men need patience in dealing with the public and working in the workplaces and being a dad and doing and carrying the load or the weight or the responsibility he has as being a husband or a father. Amen. And it takes a lot of patience to be able to deal with these things in everyday life. In order to do that, you must have understanding. You have to understand what are your situation, what is the position that you're sitting or you're in the midst of, and to know the reason why it's being called or, or it's causing the, the erraticness or the impatientness of you to, and your behavior in how you react. Hallelujah. And so when you gain this understanding to understand these things, then you can begin to understand how and what to do, and you will calm down. 
And when you come down, you maybe you keep your blood pressure down, your sugar down, and all of the other things that you may have issues with in your life. So there's no need to get out of control and lose your self-control and create other havoc problems in your life. Hallelujah. So we live in a world that everything is fast. Everybody is in a hurry. Everybody want to be here. Everybody got to get there. But we need to take time out. To slow it down. To slow it down enough to gain our thoughts. To get back in control of what we should be in control of. To understand our problem and situation that we are dealing with. And whatever the case may be. And so in this verse, it really, it, it points to a lot of hot temperedness and anger. In that verse of Proverbs 14 and 29. Because it talks about a hot-tempered person, a person that's already erratic all the time, that just, just loses his control at all times. But here in Proverbs 16 and verse 32, it tells us something like this. He says, better a man, better a patient man than a warrior. Better a patient man than a warrior. A man who controls his temper that one, then one who takes a city. Hallelujah. But is a patient man, a patient man than a warrior. I mean, every time because something that doesn't go right or something said to you or misunderstood doesn't mean you have to react. And so this, actually this verse or this subject that I'm dealing with this one lines up with everything that I've been preaching and ministering to you before from the revenge to the anger and to righteousness. Hallelujah. And it, def it definitely points to anger. It definitely deals with anger for sure. That we really need patience in anger. That we allow every little thing that causes us to snip or snap or jump off the handles or lose control. Hallelujah. And so in this word today, it should allow you to look at yourself and recognize, you know what? I've been misled. I, I, I don't understand what I thought I understood when it comes to being patient. Now, let me help you with something. When they're talking about patience, what they mean, and then most people will go to the verse of Scripture saying, wait on the Lord. Well, you know what it means if you put understanding in there. If, you are, if you're waiting on the Lord, you understand what he's doing. The reason you have to be patient in whatever your situation is that you are dealing with. Hallelujah. So that's the more better reason even so to be patient. To recognize your situation, to recognize where you are, to recognize what you're in the midst of, and not to lose your self-control. But to be able to have the power to handle what's going on around you without losing your self-control, without being tempered, without getting erratic, without stepping out of bounds. Hallelujah. So we understand that patience is a part of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, temperance, meekness, huh? kindness, all that, patience and all that. So you have to have that in order for, all, if you think about it, in order for the fruits of the Spirit to be able to operate in your life. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing to understand how to maintain self-control. It's a wonderful thing to be able to be in a situation and position that when things and everybody else is losing control, you're in control. 
in control at how you answer people, respond to people. Uh, there's no need to be mad because someone else made you mad and you just snap or go off on someone that you don't even know or they didn't do any harm to you. You have to take time. That's that pause again. That's that pause. That's that waiting. That, 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 that patience allows you the opportunity to stop. To just stop and hold up. Gather your thoughts. Gain self-control before you respond to whatever it is that you're responding to. Amen. And so when we look in the book of the Psalmist 37, we look at the Psalmist 37 and verse 7 down to verse 9. And he says this right here. He said, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed their ways of when they carry out their wicked schemes. He says, refrain, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For evil men will be cut off. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Don't you understand? You see, this is why a subject that I've, I've talked about, do the right thing, not hating and revenge and all of this kind of stuff, making the right choices and the right decisions. Lord, have mercy. When you bag up to verse 5, it will let you know to commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn and the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. In other words, he'll be there for you at all times when you take the time to follow after his word and his will. We look around on the news, all we see is hurt and pain. Lives being lost. People being murdered and killed and, and, and hatred and bitterness all around us. But we say we Christian or we say we want to be like Christ, but we're not expressing the love that God desires for us to express. All because someone been hurt or wounded by somebody else. And so they want to pay someone else with the same hurt and pain that they are dealing with or that they are hurting from. And so we need to understand that we need more patience. What 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 you're talking about? More understanding. We need more patience to be able to stop long enough to gain understanding. To realize that everything that's happening around us may be a reason, not a reason that a perspective that it should be good or could be good, but it's a reason to why things is happening. Amen. And the only way we'll be able to find that out if we pause. Remember, patience allows you to pause. Watch this. If I read verse 7 again, hallelujah. If I read verse 7 again and put understanding, he said, but be still before the Lord, understanding that he will do what he said, he will do. I mean, that he will, you will not have, understanding that you will not have to fret. Huh? You will not have to fret when men succeed in their ways. Huh? Hallelujah. 
and when they carry out their wicked scheme, you understand what's going on. You understand what's happening. You understand, and understanding gives you a, a, a mind of calmness and being able to settle down and being able to recognize that God is a good God. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to be thankful this morning. Somebody need this patience. We all need this patience. See, it's the one thing that we have a problem with every day of our lives that we have a hard time managing, and that is staying calm. That is having self-control because we have a tendency to let this old flesh rule and have its way. Hallelujah. But here, let's look at in the Psalms in 86 and verse 15. Hallelujah. He says, but you, O Lord, but you, O Lord, you, O Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God. Watch this. Slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Don't you hear that? Even God himself. Through Jesus Christ, he exemplifies patience. He exemplifies patience with us through long-suffering. What is long-suffering? That means he is suffering from the disobedience by us, by, with the mercy, with the grace and mercy that he has upon our lives and giving us an opportunity to turn, to turn from our wicked ways. Why? And he's patient because he understands what's going on and why we act the way we do or we're carrying on the way we do, which does not give us an excuse. It does not give us an ex excuse. But what it is allowing us to do to have the chance and opportunity to give, get another chance to correct our things or the things that is messed up in our lives. That's what it does. And so here, we're sharing with you today here. And if it, but you, O oh Lord, if he is the God that is able to be still be compassionate, huh? still be compassionate and still be gracious to us, even if, when we deliberately disobey his word, when we deliberately practice Things that is not of his will, he yet is slow to anger. Slow to anger. And even then, there are things that we as human beings that we've done or doing or some of us are practiced doing as far as sinning right before his very eye that he really hates, that, that is really an abomination to him. But yet, but yet, but yet, He's slow to anger, slow to anger, slow to wrath. And I tell you right now, you ought to be thankful that he's slow to anger. I am. I'm very thankful that he's slow to anger. I am thankful that he's slow to his wrath to be put down on mankind. You see, man needs to understand something in this life. He needs to understand that the hypocrisy and the life that he's leading that is not up to the par of the word of the living God. 
and that he's deceiving himself and not acknowledging his sin that is before him, that God is allowing him a chance each time. And we, as human beings, don't understand what's going on because people that go and say they want to be like Jesus and that they are Christians and believers, and yet they live one way when they enter the house of God, and when they leave, they're back to the same old way that they were before they came into the house of God. And they haven't made up their mind which one that they are going to serve. Now, right there, God is slow to anger. He could in many times and at any time come in and settle that right there. But because of the love and the grace and the compassion that he has for his creation, which is mankind, it causes him to be slow to anger. You know why? It causes him to be slow to anger because he's patient. You know why he's patient? Because he understands what is happening. He understands what's happening. You say, what are you talking about, Pastor? What are you talking about, Priest? I'm trying to get you to understand in all of your attitudes and your negativeness and the hate and the bitterness and the rushing and the hurry and the stuff that's going on in the world, we need to slow down. We need to pause and look over our lives. Yeah, I want you to keep that word, that thought in your mind. Pause. Understanding is to pause. Pause. The next time you get in a hurry, the next time you're in the store, you're trying to arrest somebody, an old person, an elderly person, because they can't move in front of you. It's just an example of what I'm using right now. And you're in a hurry, and you're getting all erratic, and you're saying all kinds of foul language, and getting up and saying things that are not nice, and being mad at the cashier or whoever it is, you need to stop and think about, I need to pause a minute. I need to gain some understanding as to why in this situation to what's going on. And that is to have the compassion that, and to have the understanding that that elderly person can't move like they used to. They're not in a position the way they used to move and get in a hurry and move and quickly remove and get out of your way. You have to be patient. You have to pause and control your thoughts and your feelings. Hallelujah. The main thing, what problem with mankind today, I even with Putin and all of the leaders of the world that's trying to control everything and everybody, is that they won't get outside of themselves. It's because mankind, when they're mad and angry, people got all these obnoxious attitudes and cursing and foul language, and yet they're talking about being like Jesus, and they're talking about they go to church and they love the Lord, but how much effect are, or is the word of God in that church that you attend is having an effect on you and in your life? Are you just showing up to say that you just go on to church, or are you actually applying the word of God to your life? That's what I'm trying to share with you today. It's, it's time to stop playing games with yourself. It's time to, for you to recognize that I have a problem as a human being. And we all have that problem as a human being. We all have that problem. Let me say it again. We all have that problem when it comes to patience. No one is exempt from 
patience or having the issue of having patience because in some shape, form, or another that all of us deal with patience in a way that we shouldn't deal with it. And that the way we should deal with it is to pause and stop and recognize what's going on right before us. Right before us. Right before us. And let me take you to Romans chapter 5. Very common book, very common scripture. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5. My point's going to be designated from verses 2 down to 4, but I'm going to start at verse 1. And this particular paragraph and chapter deals with peace and joy. And so he says here, the writer Paul says, since he says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, that's the only way that we can make, that's the only way that we can be justified, not by our actions or what we do, but by faith. But by faith, he said, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. He said, and we rejoice in the hope of, hope of the glory of God. He says, not only so, but also he says to do this. He said, also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that the suffering produces, this is what suffering and this is what uh, a sacrifice does, produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. By the Holy Spirit. That perseverance. That character. That's that patience. That patience to be able to understand. To be able to recognize what's going on in front of us. Hallelujah. And it allows us to produce the character that we need. And so that we don't disappoint God in what he asks of us to do. Hallelujah. And so we live a life today. We portray things a lot of ways in our own mentioning and in what we say. But yet our walk sometimes doesn't line up with our words that come out of our mouth. Today, I'm just trying to leave something with you today to think about. Patient is understanding. The next time you get in a hurry, stop and see do you understand why or what's going on around you. Hallelujah. In Romans 8, 25, said something like this. He said, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. You see that? Let me say that again. He said, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we have or we wait for it patiently. He said, when you don't, in other words, when you don't have everything you desire, or the things in your life is not where it should be, or could be, or need to be, or even if it's whatever, he says you're gonna it's gonna take patience. Now, if I read that and put this word in that understanding, watch this here. 
He said, said we who hopes for what he already has, excuse me. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it in understanding. You see that? You wait for it because you understand why and what's creating the issue as to why you may not have received what you're looking for yet. Hallelujah. And so it's the same perspective in everyday life that when you're out here traveling and going and doing and going about your daily routine on your agenda, you need to practice more patience. You need to practice more having an understanding as to why things are happening. And sometimes on the highway, the roads get blocked and the traffic gets stopped. And people still in a hurry trying to get around people rushing in front of them and all of that. See, those people are people that lack impatience because if, if there's a roadblock or if there's a wreck, if there's an incident or an accident that's happening, there's no need for you trying to keep trying to get in a rush to try to go where you're going when everything is already at a standstill. And that lets us know right there that people don't have any patience. Even at the red light, they run the red light or in a hurry or to cut off somebody and run in front of them. For what? Because see, when you're impatient and lack understanding, you lack the fact that you can create a problem to cause somebody their lives. And that's what we have today. A lack of patience. Even when someone calls you to be angry, you're hot-tempered, and you don't have any self-control to simmer down. Hallelujah. You need to simmer down. And so all of us need to understand that it comes a time that we must simmer down. Come now and relax and let the Lord have his way. Somebody ought to tell him thank you. My last verse that I want to leave with you today in the same book of Romans chapter 12, verse 12. We want to leave this with you with this thought of this message on today. 12, verse 12. He says this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He says this. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Share with God's word, God's people who are in need, practice hospitality. Hallelujah. Let me go back up to the night verse, this thing that it starts with love. And I'm going to end it on that note that I just read again. Hallelujah. He says here in Romans 12 and 9, he says, love must be sincere. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Lord, have mercy. I like that. When he says, joyful in hope, 
But that next thing is so powerful. Patient in affliction. Watch this. Understanding in affliction. It's another word. We need to be understanding in the word of the, of the Lord and what he shall do and what he will do in our lives. We got to be ready, but we got to be patient. We got to be patient, ready, and willing, and ready to do what thus saith the Lord. We're going to close out with you today with prayer and a song that we hope that it will leave a strong, strong message in your mind. We thank God today. Father, we thank you. We thank you right now. We ask that you touch right now some of the healing and deliverance. Let your word go forth, Father. And affect the ground, Father, that is crumbling. The things that's falling apart. That, Father, that in your word that you can mend back together, bring back together. So that men and women and children can become real families again. United in love and brotherly love. And kindness with understanding. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you for everything that you've done. And everything you're going to do. We give you praise, we give you honor, we glorify your name in Jesus' name. We thank you. Touch right now. We thank you. We magnify you. We say amen and amen. Thank you. Don't you believe? Don't you believe God is a good God? I see victory. I don't know about you. Yes, it is. I believe. I believe. Just believe. I just believe that when I trust him, I see victory. That I can see victory. And it's heading straight for me. That it's heading straight for me. Yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah. So you gotta believe that. Just believe. Trust God like that. Don't you see victory? You can see it when you trust him. Lord have mercy. You can see it when you believe him. You can see it when you have that patience. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Lord. Let your victory come into my life. Don't you want that victory today? You just got to believe that it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. But you got to put things in place. Let God have his way. Go ahead and believe him today. We thank God for you. God bless you. And heaven smile upon you with his word and anointing. In Jesus' name. Thank God for you. Listen to this on your way out. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Amen.
We just want to remind you on all of our music that we play on our podcast messages. We have no copyrights to those songs. And we just want you to know that. And we thank God for your listening.